0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't
3: want to hear so you can listen to your music. ...and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear.
4: Hi there. Hi, what can I
2: get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go.
3: AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled.
0: Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow and ice. Are your tires up for that challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. And that's why they played the games. A lot of the money, most of the money was on the Eagles' money line. Just win the game. Commanders were 10.5, 11-point underdogs. They dominated the uh, time of possession there. You had some turnovers there, four turnovers with uh, the Eagles. They had a total of three all season long going into that game. And the Commanders come out with a victory. They had the ball for almost 18 minutes more than the Eagles did in the first half. And uh, in two of the last three seasons, the last undefeated NFL team lost its first game to Washington. The Eagles last night, the Steelers in 2020. All right, come on in. Stay a while. Peter King will stop by. Looks like it's not expansion, but more games uh, in Europe. There's a report this morning that Spain and France are going to be on the list. I think Germany uh, certainly showed uh, showed out quite well in this game with Seattle and Tampa Bay. They'll get another shot. Mexico City, you still have London. We'll talk to Peter King about that coming up. Also, your MVP candidate. Do we have a non-quarterback slipping into the top five? Right now, it's Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen may be holding on. Jalen Hurts did not look good last night. Tua Tonga-Vailoa might be... The second favorite there for the MVP should Justin Jefferson be on there? If you are going to be on a team that's eight and one, uh, usually it's a quarterback gets in there, and that's not going to happen with Kirk Cousins. Maybe Justin Jefferson, uh, the last non-quarterback to win the
5: AP NFL MVP awards. That's the list I have.
0: Adrian Peterson.
5: Adrian Peterson, 2012. He needed 2,000 to get yeah. it. Before that, I got Ladanian Tomlinson in 06. I think he had like 90 catches and 1,600 yards. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you're going to have somebody slip in there, but if you do, like Saquon Barkley. Is he a top five MVP candidate right now? I don't know if anybody would argue with that. By the way... This program brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Just when you thought he couldn't get any bigger, Dwayne Johnson is back. All new episodes of Young Rock Fridays on NBC streaming next day on Peacock. And don't forget to catch up on seasons one and two streaming now. That's a busy guy. The Rock is a busy guy. Yes, he wants... He I saw him do an
6: interview once. I don't remember. Maybe it was on the... Uh, with Peyton and Eli, maybe? Yeah. I don't remember, but The Rock was sitting in his home office, mm-hmm. and behind him was a gigantic oh, dinosaur he, yes. head.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
6: Like a T-Rex head or some
0: crap. Yeah, like, yeah. the Manning cast. And he, he had it had, in his house. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you have so much money, remember Nicolas Cage? He had all this money, and he kept buying these castles, and then he would buy, like, uh, skeleton heads and swords. He would swords all this and, money. Yeah, yeah he, he did have it. Yeah. At least I think he did. And uh, he would just, y- you start buying things. Like, Johnny Depp had so much money at one point, he bought an island, and then he bought a boat to ferry everybody over to the <laughs> island. And he might still have it. Yes, uh, yes, Todd.
4: Was he always kind of, for lack of a better word, odd or eccentric? Because he was in 21 Jump Street, and he seems fairly normal to me. Can lots of money make you become kind of weird or bizarre or something like just very different than the normal human being walking the planet? What do you think? I'm trying to figure out why that would be, just whether you have billions of dollars or just enough money to put cereal on the table. Why does it have to make you odd? Is that cool to be eccentric, going out of your way to look or be a certain way? I don't know.
0: I don't know if Johnny Depp thinks he's odd.
4: It's just a gradual progression of him as a human. I guess, so but I don't know. Jump if, Street
0: days to. to I don't to know. Nicholas Cage goes, "Hey, I'm not odd. You're odd." Yeah,
6: see, I think that just when you have a crazy amount of money like that, you you're allowed to indulge every possible part of your personality, right? And so then it feels like, yeah, you do get a little lost. Like Johnny Depp seems like he got lost in the part somewhere. He forgot who Johnny Depp was, and he's a mixture of all of these different characters that he's played, or something. You know, and and Nicolas Cage, I think, had a little bit of that, too, where it's like, yeah, I kind of like samurai swords.
0: Let me buy 50,000 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Well, you make enough money, you don't have to apologize for anything, it feels like. Like, once you get to whatever, then you go, I don't have to apologize for that. I decided that I wanted to collect uh, John Deere tractors, and I've, I've, I've got 200 of them. Before you know it, you're going to Peru six times a year to do ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, and... yeah. You might have too much money, and you go to... Uh, it's possible. Get to... Get to have some ayahuasca. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, you
5: don't have to dress the way other people want you to dress. I remember the first time we met Mark Cuban, we were down in Dallas, and he came to our set in the Mavs facility. Remember we were doing the show at the Mavs facility? And he walks in and flip-flops jeans and a T-shirt, and he just grabbed a Michael Finley jersey and put it over, and he goes, that's what I come to work every day in jeans and a T-shirt, and I put a Mavs jersey on. I'm like, yeah, he can because he's got a a billion. Sure. Yeah,
4: Todd. And the Sandman's a perfect example of that. If you didn't know who he was, he could be just your friend from across the street. That's just kind of making ends meet. You wouldn't know that he's this big, successful guy.
0: We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, chatting on chat row. Operator Tyler is standing by. Get to your phone calls. Poll question hour two is what, Seaton O'Connor? Dan, we had two poll questions up there. Which NFC team do you expect to make
6: the playoffs? And your uh, options were Commanders, Packers, Falcons, Cardinals. Okay. Packers with 50% of the vote. Okay. Nobody else is even close.
0: Yeah. I guess you got to hold out hope for the team that has the best quarterback in that situation. And therefore, maybe something happened with the Packers where they had this epiphany and they go, this is who we are now, or this is who we can be now. By the way, a story that uh, we have not covered, we're letting the news organizations do that because. They're able to uh, have resources there to bring you news if you're interested in it. Uh, Former University of Virginia football player suspected of killing three football players, wounding two others on campus on Sunday night, is in custody after a manhunt. Uh, Police confirmed that yesterday. Uh, The players shot and killed junior receiver Lavelle Davis Jr., also junior receiver Devin Chandler, and a uh, junior defensive linebacker Deshaun Perry. But uh, I guess they took in uh, Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. apprehended without incident. Uh, Two other students were uh, shot, but uh, don't know what the update is on them. They are going to recover, but we're not quite sure. Uh, Once again, the news organizations will cover this uh, far better than we can, but did want to mention that given that uh, this is a football team, football players. A former football player is the one accused of uh, doing the shooting. Uh, we'll get the phone calls coming up. Peter King will join us in a little bit. Also, Jim Jackson, the uh, former NBA great, joins us a little bit later on. But the uh, story, the Commanders beating the Eagles 32-21. And uh, Mark Davis, back Josh McDaniels, said Rome wasn't built in a day. How long did it take for Rome to crumble, though? Checking. Because <laughs> I'd like to find out. I know it wasn't built in a day, but how long did it take before Rome started to Come down, Yeah, it's
5: According to different history, it took twelve hundred and twenty-nine years to build Rome, counting from its founding to its collapse. So th- that means the Raiders should be good okay. <laughs> in a millennium and a third, <laughs> based off what he's saying. Yeah.
6: Ka- kind of feels like the Raiders have been crumbling for a long time. Boop, boop, Just saying. Boop. Okay. Bloop bloop.
5: They had t- who, who, ten and
6: seven last year. Eight and eight. Seven
0: and nine. Four and twelve. Julius Caesar didn't get a buyout. But you had Rich Basaccia, who did a good job. They responded to him against all odds with what was happening there. It's just he had no name. That's it. There there was nothing attached to him where he had a resume. It was like, oh, special teams guy. They're kind of rallying around him. Uh, We need to get a big name in here. Okay. Is he the right guy for this team? Right now, doesn't appear that way, and then you have Devontae Adams. After, you have Derek Carr kind of saying I'm calling out my teammates. Not everybody's all in. Here's Devontae Adams. You know, I just don't got enough guys that are that are fully bought into that right now. And I, th- I don't think it's a, a buy-in. I don't think people are like, you know,
5: f what he's talking about, or, uh, you know, I'm going against the grain. It's just about a matter of executing
2: when it's time. It means a complete game. Every, every minute of the game, giving it all you got, and it's, it's doing your job and, and, and making making the plays when, when you've gone on and
0: when you get the opportunities. And we just don't do that at a high enough level right now. Okay. They were both careful to make sure that they praised their coach, that they, they love their coach. Okay. This is on their coach to inspire the others. Who's not buying in? Who are those players? And why aren't they buying in? That's what I'd be curious about. If I'm Mark Davis, the owner uh let's see get a couple of phone calls in here by the way the calendars are available the uh, dp show calendars go to danpatrick.com andrew in washington joins us hi andrew
2: good morning dan and danette hope you guys had a great weekend hey um i i did think and i wanted to say this al in atlanta you are who we thought you were um anyways here's a short idea how you have all the christmas names maybe we have a cookout song list Mm. Uh, t-shirt idea okay. um anyways i did have a question for you dan and then i have a stat of the day the question is do you remember an nfl season where drop passes and fumbles by wide receivers have been um so game changing and i didn't know if it mm. has anything to do with football i don't know you know we talk about that in baseball but we don't really in football so that was my question but i do have a stat of the day all right Deontay Foreman ran for 130 yards for the Panthers in their Week 10 win. Foreman has now ran for 100 yards in three of his last four games. The Panthers only had 100-yard rusher three times in their previous 47 games. That's your stat of the day. Stat of the day! Stat of the day! Stat
0: of the day! Stat of, of the day! Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. I don't have any data on fumbles and drop passes by wide receivers. Uh, Hadn't thought of it, but uh, thank you for uh, putting that, at least, uh, thought on the show there, Andrew. We appreciate that. Uh, Doug in North Carolina. Hi, Doug. What's on your mind today?
2: Hey, Dan. On Sunday, I was at a bar watching the uh, Bills game, and I'm not a Bills fan, but when the fumble happened, there was, like, this crowded place just for at least five, six, seven seconds when – quiet and everyone had their mouth shut. And I was wondering, is that, does that play reach the, the heights of something that deserves a name like the Holy Roller or the miracle at uh, the Meadowlands? Has it reached that point? I, I've never seen anything like that. I was too young to remember the plays I just mentioned, but that was I'm just wondering if you think it, it deserves a name and what would that name be?
0: Hmm. I think it was, a, if, if it was a playoff game, or you, it, it caused you to miss out on the playoffs. Then it would, but the uh, the holy roller with Dave Casper, uh, the Joe Pisarcik play, where he was going to hand it off to Larry Zonka, and that that's where Herm Edwards picked it up and ran it in. But you know they didn't have a victory formation back then. They just they mishandled you know the ball there, the exchange between the quarterback and running back, and uh, Edwards picks it up. Uh, the Music City Miracle, that was in the playoffs. And that was to go to the Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah, yes, the AFC. Yeah.
5: It's good to have a great nickname. Nicknames carry a play. Like the Malice at the Palace, of course, is famous, but the nickname is perfect.
0: But I don't know if the Holy Roller with Dave Casper was a playoff game or not. I'm, I'm trying to think. I know it was a sunny day. Were they playing the Chargers at the time? And, and uh, Casper caught the ball and they, uh dropped it and it kept rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. Yeah, pulling. Yeah,
5: it was September 10th,
0: 1978,
5: Chargers versus Raiders, so it was not a big game. Yeah, It's more so that the play was famous, and then years later they changed the rule and they kind of credited Dave Casper for shuffling the ball forward. Now you can't do that.
0: And, you know, you had Franco's catch. That was in the playoffs, the Immaculate Reception, and helped them go to the Super Bowl, I believe. Yes, uh, Marv?
4: Hey, tomorrow we have Marcellus on. We should ask him about the Music City Miracle. I'm sure he'll be ecstatic to talk about that. I think he was on the Bills team. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah.
0: Oh, might be too soon to bring that up to him. Yeah, only it's only been 20 years. Do you know I missed that? I was down in the basement watching, and I thought the game was over, and my wife said, you know, come on up, you know, got all the kids there, we're having dinner. So I go upstairs. Didn't have, I had no idea what happened. All of a sudden, I come back down, you're looking at, you know, watching the highlights, and all of a sudden it's like, and, and that's 20, so that's 22 years ago. January 2000. There's no social media. I have no idea what's going on. I'm up there having dinner, you know, you know, Mr. Mom, the kids, and next thing I know, it's like, w- wait, w- what? What miracle?
5: What music? What? Yeah, Paul. I always wonder if plays like those would not happen with replay because there's a couple plays like the Immaculate Reception. The Music City Miracle, remember? I don't know who's throwing it. Why check? Where you're not sure where he's throwing it backwards or not. Yeah, There's no option to replay that that pl- that play. And so everyone just ran out of the building like they're running for their lives. The refs called it
0: and ran. You can
5: watch the video. Game's over. See you yeah. later. <laughs> they're in their car. Sorry. Game's <laughs> over.
0: Get, jumping in the yeah. center with your striped shirt on. Well, how long would they try to review Franco Harris with the Immaculate Reception?
5: And, and they only had, you know, they had three cameras back then of the play. Now you have 14, probably.
0: But the best camera angle was NFL Films that somehow ISO'd on Franco. And even if you watch it, you don't know the ricochet that Jack Tatum, and who was that, Frenchie Fuqua? There, there was a ricochet, and they didn't know who it hit. And you can watch that in slow motion, Frame by frame, and you're still not quite sure. Yeah, Pauline.
5: I'm watching the Music City Miracle. I haven't watched it in quite a while. And Frank Wycheck turns and throws a cross field to Dyson, which was the big play because no one had really done that yet. I don't think that play survives replay. I'm not saying he threw it forward. But if you look where his feet are Mm. and you look where the ball Mm. went, the ball goes over the, the yard line past like the 25. I don't think it would survive replay.
0: And then Dyson was the one who was stopped short. By Mike, Mike By Jones. Mike Jones. Yep. and the Super Bowl. All right, let me take a break. Peter King's going to join us. More phone calls as well. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. This message brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover is going to help regularly remove your personal information, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could be selling your data, and they do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to
3: learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. Style runs in the family. Athleticism runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz range of SUVs. Learn more at MBUSA.com or test drive one at your local dealer. Yes, Paulie?
5: Little update on the Music City Miracle. That was a wild card game, but there was replay. The replay system was still kind of newish, and uh, it took over six minutes. Phil Luckett was the referee. You remember him? Mm. And they had to go to the booth, um, and they said that the play on the field stood. The call on the field stood
0: in Peter King, Football Morning in America, NBCSports.com, and back from Germany, where it seems like you had a great vacation over there, Pete. Uh, how would you sum it up for the audience?
7: Well, the beer is good there. This just in. Oh, okay.
0: Um,
7: that's it. Dan I thought it was it was really a tremendous event overall. I talked to Pete Carroll before the game and and he said, you know, it feels like it's going to be a like a college football bowl game. And it turned out to be so much more than that. I think to me there's more fervor there, more excitement, more electricity than a conference championship game. And 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 you know, to me there was so much about it that fans there were so hungry about. But, Dan, two minutes left in the fourth quarter. For some reason, the stadium announcer starts to play uh, Take Me Home Country Roads by John Denver. And I'm saying, okay, you've been playing music the whole game. <clears throat> I do not get this. Speaking of non sequiturs, this is like the non sequitur of the year. And all of a sudden, we there is no press box per se uh, at Allianz Arena in Munich and at European venues. You're out in the stands, basically sitting in a, in a chair with a table, okay? But you're right there, the people in front of you are all bombed. But but so what happened, they started playing this. I said, this is crazy, who knows this song? And every single person among 69,000, I'm telling you, they all started singing. Take Me Home, Country Roads. So I called one of my German fans who I had met with during the week and talked to, and he said, oh yeah, everybody knows Country Roads by John Denver. (laughs) We know that, we know Sweet Caroline, we know all these songs, they're like all party songs. And so, but, but the whole week was so interesting. One other very quick thing, Dan, I'm taking a tour, I got my AirPods in, I'm taking a tour of Munich, uh, that, that that I had for my airpods and I'm in Odeon's plots, a very famous square in Munich and they're talking about Adolf Hitler tried to overthrow the government right here on this spot in 1923. And as I hear that, there's two guys starting to do a Seahawks chant in the square. There's an NFL shop there. There's 32 helmets. In this square of NFL teams, and I just said, "Man, what a difference a century makes!" Yeah. It just, this whole thing was just quite a culture deal over that week.
0: We always wonder: is there an end game here? When London first happened, or Mexico City? You know, now there's a report that uh, Spain and France could be on the on the. On well, the...
7: Spain is real. Okay. Spain, uh, let me tell you, Dan. I think the next two countries that the nfl the new countries that they go to are brazil and spain uh because the miami dolphins okay the miami dolphins really have a following in brazil and they have a following in spain the chicago bears have a big following in spain so i think those two are next but i will say i wrote this in my column this week i think both kansas city and new england will be playing home games next year in Germany. Most likely in Frankfurt because of scheduling with the Bundesliga. But Dan, I just, you know, any question that the NFL has about placing games in a new country, you know, like Germany, those were erased about 10 minutes into this game. These people were crazy about it. And not only crazy about it, but there were so many people who were just euphoric. They sent us Tom Brady, and so I think all of that means next year when they send Patrick Mahomes and Bill Belichick there, it's going to be a very big deal again to the citizens and football fans of Germany.
0: All right, what's the NFL's game plan other than do one or two games in these different cities? Is there is there a bigger picture here we should be aware of?
7: Dan Roger Goodell
0: has sort of put the chum in the water that hey,
7: it's possible to have a uh, to have a division over there like in Europe with four teams. How? I mean, maybe 30 years from now, but first of all, there's not a single owner that wants a 36-team NFL. Not one. Okay? And there I can't think of a single team right now that would even be seriously thinking of relocation. I mean, everybody always brings up Jacksonville. I just I don't see Shad Khan moving this team. But, but let's just say that he did one day, eight years, seven years, six years down the road. Let's say he did. Who's going to join him? Do you know any owner in the NFL that wants to move his team? So unless you expand, where are you going to find the teams? The yeah. end game for now, Dan, to me, is instead of playing four or five games outside the United States, I think it makes a lot of sense now, next year at the NFL meetings, to push for 8 to 10 games a year out of the NFL's 272 regular season games to be in different countries.
0: Is there a time frame for Daniel Snyder to sell or do you get a sense there's a time frame?
7: No, I don't at all. I think he really wants to see what's out there, Dan, that's what I've heard. Um and I agree. I forget who wrote this the other day, but that he's not positive what he's going to do. There's a lot of people who automatically assume that he's selling the whole team, especially if he gets $8 billion or some insane sum. It maybe
0: be well, but I don't think he's made that decision. Yeah, it feels – we're talking to Peter King from uh, Football Morning in America. Yeah, it just feels – I don't know if what's happening with Washington, D.C. is speeding up things for him, that it's almost like I better get out before the walls start closing in. Do you, do you sense that that is I've the fire that starter? Too.
7: I think Dan, I think we all think that. Not only with all the legal stuff that is playing out right now, but I also think, you know, wouldn't you think that the uh, political leaders of Virginia, of Maryland, of the District of Columbia, would love to have a new NFL stadium built, uh, y- you know, in their region? No question about it. They would love to but right now they just they don't want to go into business with Daniel Snyder. They want to go into business with somebody else.
0: Did you get a chance to talk to Tom Brady in Germany?
7: I did. Yeah, I saw him. At, I actually saw him on Friday for a few minutes uh, at the Bucs practice and talked to him and then talked to him after the game for NBC, you know, just about the game and you know, I really sense especially because all you ever see with Tom is the, you know, straight on, hey, look, we all deal with adversity in life, which is what he says. But Danny's pretty solid in in saying that and in, and in talking like that. So I think that's really what he's trying to focus on, just football and in trying to be sort of the best dad he can in a very tough time for his family. But look, I think the last uh, 62 minutes of football, have really energized Brady. Like, he walked off after the game and saw me, and he was so – first of all, he was ridiculously excited about what just happened. I mean, that game was incredible. He said it's one of the best experiences he's ever had in football. Hmm. Told me that he felt like he was in a Red Sox game when they're all singing Sweet Caroline in the stands. And I just think this game – one of the reasons he came back – is that he just loves everything about this game. And you have a day like you had on on Sunday with 69,000 people just screaming on every play. You know, it just, just there's a reason why he doesn't want to get out.
0: A sense that he's coming back next year?
7: I don't have I don't know, Dan. I don't and I don't think he knows either. I think he's got to see where his life is at that time and clearly Tampa Bay would want him back. Um, you know, but will he want to go back there? I, I, I assume he would, but I, I I think it's too early to know. And I don't even think he knows yet.
0: Your MVP candidate, uh, candidates, uh, how many quarterbacks, how many non-quarterbacks do you have right it's now? It's
7: crazy. I wrote in my column that if I were picking one Monday morning, I'd pick Jalen Hurts uh, with Patrick Mahomes second. I might flip him right now. But I also think that you have to include – the Giants are 7-2. and two. Saquon Barkley at least has to be in the outer borough, the outer ring of discussion <laughs> for it. And after watching that Vikings game Sunday, I know Tyreek Hill's had a great year. I really – and I totally, totally respect him. But, man, Justin Jefferson is a big difference maker. I, if If I'm going to put a Miami player, you know, in the discussion – you know for MVP, I think I'd put Tua yeah. because Tua not only has played great, but when he hasn't played, they've lost. That's the meaning of value. And I understand people argue about this all the time. Oh my God, Tyreek's having a better year, all that stuff. I'm not sure he is. But if in every game that, he, that Tua Tonga valoa has started and finished, the Miami Dolphins have won, and all three of their losses have come when he hasn't played or played a very limited role that says a lot to me about value so probably my top three right now would be those quarterbacks and i'll tell you josh allen is going to get back in the race i just think right now after 10 weeks especially after the last two weeks you can't call him the mvp
0: more likely to play next season aaron Rodgers or tom brady
7: i'd say more likely would be Rodgers. I think Rodgers comes back uh, to Green Bay. Um, Now, it depends how this year finishes, obviously. But I may be wrong about this. But I think if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I do not want to go out like this.
0: Plus, there's $50 million that uh, he's got coming his way next season.
7: Yeah, and you know, Dan, there's, there's also part of this, and you never know. And I haven't looked to what it would mean to actually trade him somewhere uh, as to what it would mean cap wise for for Green Bay if maybe look what I've said Dan is I think that Jordan Love if the Packers are out of it in December Jordan Love should play that has to be part of the long-term decision plan of the Green Bay Packers can Jordan Love play and I don't know what they're thinking I'm sure they're not going to talk about that right now but I do think right now that that I want to see Jordan Love play two or three football games. I want to see where he is you know, sort of at the end of year three.
0: Mark Davis said, uh, here's the vote of confidence for Josh McDaniels at two and seven. Rome wasn't building today. Um, what's your take on this situation there and with the Raiders?
7: Everything other than him saying that I think he's doing a fantastic job was he was right on 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 board with or or right on the spot with i think it's silly to say that anybody who takes a playoff team and is two and seven the next year is doing a quote fantastic job end quote but to me i think it was the right time for mark davis to put out all the fires of we're going to fire josh mcdaniels after a year that's a silly thing to do first of all it's especially silly given that You tore up your organization to bring in Josh McDaniels and firing after him one year instead of keeping Rich Bisaccia that the majority of players I think with the Raiders wanted. I think it's just it would be
0: a huge mistake. How many opportunities do you think Sean Payton's going to have?
7: I think he will have probably three or four this year uh, if he wants them. And I think that's a big issue. So Sean Payton this year with his uh, with his wife, you know, they've moved to L.A. for the season and his daughter lives out there and they're experiencing a life without football for a year. And a couple of times I've talked uh, to Payton. He loves it. He's really having a good time. I don't think he goes anywhere where either A... He cannot either pick the quarterback or love the quarterback who is there. So let's say if Carolina wants him and they've got the third pick in the draft, that quarterback is going to have to be, I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to overthrow Scott Fitterer, the general manager, but it's got to be who Peyton wants. And I think the second thing, it has to be a place where he thinks he's got a very legitimate chance to win. At some point in the next couple of years, one of those situations is going to beckon him. I just don't know if it'll be this year. And I think he likes his life right now. I don't think he feels any urgency that I have to come out and coach
0: this year. Pete, great stuff as always. Thanks for joining us. Okay, Dan, thank you. That's Peter King, Football Morning in America columnist and contributes to uh, Football Night in America. Yeah, having been around Tony Dungy and you could see how you almost get younger when you stop coaching you seem to, you don't age as much you, you know it just feels like those losses don't penetrate you. you don't have to worry about that. It's not like I gotta grind here or I got to cut somebody or you know we had a couple of uh, losses in a row and I got to meet the media. you can have a great life. Bill Cower never went back. Jimmy Johnson you're done Tony Dungy, done. I get it. And I tell whenever I'm asked, and if Sean Payton would ask me, "Hey, you think I should stay in TV?" I'd say, "Send me what you do in TV that you think you did really well, and then I'll give you my advice." But I'm also going to tell you, you got to be all in, just like you are as a coach. You can't you can't just kind of half-ass it there. You can't. And there I've worked with people who have and because they weren't fully committed to being in TV, they were waiting for another job. And it shows. Uh, but if Sean is all in on it, then great. There's no, there's no shame in not going back to coaching. But as a coach, your job is always to think, I can fix that. Bill Parcells always thought he could fix that. Certain coaches, I can fix that. But you can't. It's not as easy to fix a football team. Basketball team, you can. All it takes is one player, maybe two. You change your team. Baseball, a little tougher. But these coaches and managers all think, oh, I can change it. Yeah, Marv. Yeah, and I think with
4: football coaches, you prepare so hard for one game a week. And so if you lose baseball, you lose basketball. We lost a tough one tonight. You got a game the next night. You've worked seven days for this, uh, for this one game and for it to fall apart, I'm sure those losses got to be hard and a sense of urgency. You only play 17 of them a year. Yeah.
0: By the way, uh, Peter was talking about the John Denver song "Take Me Home, Country Roads." As Seton pointed out, Gino Smith went to West Virginia. I don't know if they were serenading him in Germany. Um, but that's more of if you're there for Oktoberfest. Yeah,
5: I found a bunch of articles that it somehow. 20 years ago or more became an Oktoberfest song. And so in the month of October, uh, Spotify had a thing that the song Country Roads goes way up. It spikes up in Germany and Austria and places like that. So it's it's well known there for decades, especially during Oktoberfest.
0: The song was streamed almost 190,000 times in Germany on September 22nd, the first day of Oktoberfest a couple of years ago. So a 34% increase from the previous year. They're they're catching on to our stadium songs. And sweet Caroline. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> so good.
5: So good.
4: So good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, boy.
5: John Denver's got a lot of songs. And they're well known. Take me home country roads, leave it on a jet plane, sunshine on my shoulders, thank God I'm a country boy. I fill up uh, my senses. He's got a bunch of hits. Calypso? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's your your mood your <laughs> mood?
0: No, 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 not. No, my son, we were playing John Denver a few years ago, and he goes, uh, Hey, how about Calypso? And I go, What, like the music? Calypso kind of music? He goes, No, John Denver, Calypso. And he played it, and I go, It's not as good as his hits. Yeah, Paul. I have more to the story about John Denver. Uh, Let me take a break. Yes. This will be a reason that people stay in their car. Uh. Yeah, we got. uh, And I'll tell you my John Denver story. Uh,
6: You have one? Yes, I do. Running?
0: That's a tease. Oh, though. boy. I'm back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
4: Listen to the Fawley and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck Duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything. So when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays, or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
1: If I could eat bacon
5: for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could.
6: You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right-brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon- His whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon
5: like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man.
6: Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just
5: try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon.
0: All right. We're talking about uh, the Buccaneers and Seahawks in Germany, and they were playing Country Roads by uh, John Denver. Do we have a little bit of John Denver there, Mark?
3: Okay. All right.
0: So uh, what do you have on this, Paulie?
5: So John Denver was born Henry John Duchendorf. Junior, in Roswell, New Mexico. He was an Army brat. He bounced around a bunch of Army bases. Mm. And when he finally got a guitar at a teenage, in his teenage years, he was playing a, a little place, and they wanted to put his name up on the marquee. And the guy said, that's way too long of a name because he went by Henry John Duchendorf. And so he changed it to John Denver.
0: But he's, but, but he's of German descent?
5: From German descent. His family, you know, way down the road, but okay. that is a very German Way down name. the country road. Right. But he is uh, of German descent. Okay. Yes, Todd.
4: And did you know it was Neil Wolfgang Diamond? That's why they play that, Sweet Cat. That's, that's, that's not. not what they did.
0: That's not. No, didn't need to do it. Right. No, could have stayed on John Denver. Gave him his moment here. Uh, Neil Diamond cannot be his real name, right? No. And didn't he have one of the more expensive divorces, Neil Diamond? I think he Neil half carat diamond. <laughs> Neil, oh, okay. I think it's cubic zirconium. I think it uh, it cost him like hundred and eighty million dollars. Yeah, Paul. Neil Diamond. I got his name as Neil
5: Leslie Diamond, Ooh. his given name. Okay, I, that might be incorrect, but okay. W- how lucky to have that name for a rock!
0: I met John Denver at the Pebble Beach Pro Am. This was 1997, and Sports Center had kind of exploded then. And we're on the putting green. I think we're at Spyglass, and one uh, you know they they have uh, four different courses there that you play. And uh, he walks over to me. I'm putting. Now I see him, but I, I'm thinking, I don't, I don't know if John Denver knows who I am. I didn't want to go over there and go, hi, I'm the Sports Center guy. I'm putting, and he walks over. He has these uh, sunglasses, wraparound sunglasses on. And he walks over, he's got that bull haircut. He's John Denver. And he walks over, and he does the Sports Center theme music. He went the da 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 da, and
1: that's surreal. Did. That's
0: yeah. surreal, right? That's so awesome. And I went. He did. I said, uh, "I uh, I'm I'm Dan Patrick," and he goes, "Yeah, I know, I know." Yeah, he goes, uh, uh, "Welcome to Pebble Beach." Now I'd played the previous year, but he said, "Oh, welcome to Pebble Beach." It could not have been nicer. What? But it was just it was one of those moments where you're like, oh, "Okay, all right." That's when you call home and your wife goes, "How was it?" Because I was nervous to play. I was probably a twelve handicap. And, you know, people think you're good and you're, you're not like, they line the fairway or they, you know, they don't think you're going to shank a shot. And I'd, I'd be like, Hey, move away. And they'd laugh thinking, you know, Oh, come on. And then I go, no, no, I could actually hit you. Wait, I'm, uh, you know, like I'm this way. Yeah. I can hit it over there too. And I said, I, I met John Denver and She said, well, what did he say? I said, he did the sports center theme song. She goes, So you knew who you were? I go, yeah, yeah, go figure. Small world. I'd hate to paint it. Uh, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Todd. Did you
4: say back to him the fact that you like SportsCenter makes me happy? (laughs)
6: <laughs> no It's early to rise, early in the sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well a simple kind of life never did me no harm, Raising me a family and working on the farm. Yeah, My days are all filled with an easy country
7: mm-hmm. charm. Thank
6: God I'm a country boy. There's actually a big debate about whether Country Roads the song is about the state West Virginia or the western part of the state of Virginia. Oh. Because like the Shenandoah River Goes through a little bit of West Virginia, oh. but mostly through Virginia. The Blue Ridge Mountains is a little bit of West Virginia, Ouch. but mostly Western Virginia. So oh. it's a big battle, and wow. uh, people from Virginia get very upset wow. about it. Yeah, pull. Not really. But.
5: I look at the song, though. Almost Heaven, West Virginia. It's a second... It's the third and fourth words of the song.
0: Correct, but it, Not, however, he doesn't the, say
5: Western Central the Virginia. The western
0: part of Virginia.
6: However, the landmarks that he then goes on to say, you know, the Blue Ridge Mountains, mm. whatever, those are mostly in Virginia, mm. the western side of Virginia. Ouch. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to mess up our Tuesday show. I mean,
5: almost seven mm. Western Virginia, Western
0: Virginia. Western part of Virginia yeah.
5: Yeah. near the border
0: of that other uh, state. Against my better judgment, uh, Todd.
4: And he refers to the library on the campus of West Virginia, so it must be the Mountaineers. Homestead Library, whatever it is.
5: <laughs> Get your work done, he's write glad. your paper. I bet he's glad he's not here to hear this yeah. segment.
4: Oscar. Mm-hmm. 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 The term exams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Arnold Hall. Final hour. And the Coming tower. up. One more item, we close out hour two, simply safe home security. Says it all right there in the name, and I've been telling you about this product. They've been partners of ours for over a decade now. Right now, my listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe Home Security System, fifty percent off. By the way, U.S. News and World Report, for the third year in a row, said Simply Safe was the best home security system. They have in an emergency, twenty four seven professional monitoring agents using fast ProTech Now that's ProTech technology, exclusively for Simply Safe, and uh, they capture critical evidence and verify if the threat is real therefore you get a higher priority with the police response simply safe whole home security advanced sensors for every room and window and door simply safe make sure that you download the app stay in complete control of your system costing you less than a dollar a day simply safe dan biggest discount of the year there's no safe like simply safe
3: infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
1: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
3: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
6: Hey, hey. It's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love